Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Hello, good people, and welcome to the Irish Ginger Show on W4CY Radio, W4VET UC Military Freedom Network, partnership with iArt Radio. So, uh, before presenting my guest, I would say thank you to Andre Gular, Rene Welsh, Mac Perry, Daddy Murr, and Chad Murphy for the support of my show this, uh, this week. And to Rebel for make a good job for my show every week. <laughs> Hello, Rebel. Hello. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. And you? Doing good. Doing good. Okay. So my guest today is Yasmin Van Wyde. Is a sing- she is a singer and songwriter from Nashville, USA. But she is too a writer and an excellent performer. Uh, we will discover a complete artist. And she's an actress too. So, hello, Yasmin. How are you today? Hi, I'm really well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here and to chat with you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you to you to be to my show. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. So we have online too uh, Daddy Murr. Hello, Daddy. Hello, Irish. How you doing? I am fine, thank you. Like that. Hi, Yasmin. More people, more Hi. people, more people. We have more fun. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, we will start with the first question, maybe. Sure. Um, so Yasmin, how could you describe? your musical style, and what led you to this specific style? Well, um, I'm really a hybrid in the sense that my music draws from the blues tradition and the folk tradition and has some elements of neo-soul, too. And um, I think this comes really from the places where I grew up, from being based between Montreal and and Canada and being um, a southerner, basically having been raised in Florida. 
I think I was, you know, I was exposed to the confluence between different cultures and to a pretty, pretty varied musical tradition. And um, I've always been really drawn to the artists from the civil rights movement, and and they were in dialogue with the social issues of their time. And so I've always found that, um, you know, well, really through the development of my work as a songwriter and as a performer, that the folk and blues traditions speak very well to that, um, that naturally the, the folk tradition has always been very much a, a people's form of the music and that it was looking at the major mm-hmm. events that were occurring in the time and that blues is, is the same. And, and they really do, um, especially within the American canon and the North American canon, evolve in much the same way. And given that you also write books, I guess you also write yourself the lyrics of your songs, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, um, I write plays and films. And um, book writing or novel writing is something that's a little bit newer for me. I've I've been doing critical writing for a while. Um, I just finished a PhD this past year in creative writing, and um, the writing is it's all pretty interconnected. So, for example, the songs that I record will be part of the soundtracks for my plays and films. And, um, and they, so they'll explore similar topics. Like, for example, I wrote a trilogy of plays um, about the BP oil spill. And so the songs that I wrote for those plays are actually the songs that make up the first album for Van Wilde. Like, uh, No Riches, No Glory for, is about the protagonist having lost her husband in the blast. And singing, writing, acting are three different means of expression. Uh, which, <laughs> yes. Yeah, which is one in which you feel most comfortable? Um, that's a great question. You know, to be honest with you, I, I feel equally comfortable doing all of it. And I think it's because I started doing all of it pretty young. So I, I started playing music when I was around five, um, between four and five, and then started training um, as I was growing up in, uh, in music theory and in performance. And um, both of my parents are creatives, so I, I got training from them, too, in, in acting and in writing. So I, I wasn't really ever doing them apart from each other, and I'd started to notice that one of the ways to be able to tie these things together was to, to create characters um, that could be in plays where I would be able to perform the music that I was writing in character and to, you know, to basically do it all at the same time. Um, so I really do feel equally comfortable doing all of it. And I, I really do enjoy doing all of it um, because of that. Because I, I, you know, I started out that way, I guess. And sing your own songs uh, and write your own books allows you to express all you feel really inside you. But acting a character created by others is more a way of expressing what others wanted to externalize. Um, mm-hmm. Is it not harder, finally, or at the contrary? Is this more easy um. for That's a great question. I mean, I have I have acted quite a bit in the past in other people's productions and in um, you know established dramas and things like that. But I I don't really act that often anymore in other people's work. So for the most part, when I'm performing now, um, 
I'm performing in things that I've written myself and that I'm I'm either directing or co-directing or having a, a pretty big hand in from a, a producer level as well. So um, I, I see exactly what you mean about the, you know, the external versus the internal. But for the most part now, um, I'm only doing my own stuff. But also, I think to a certain degree that when, when a person is asking, and I, I know a lot of other actors who feel this way too, that... Um, the process of acting, of playing someone else is as much, like, for example, the characters that I write are, are not really based on my own personal experiences a lot of the time. They'll draw on them a little bit, but they'll, they'll be looking at things or events that are, that are happening in the world. So in a sense, um, anytime I think that an actor is, is performing, they are, uh, they're always, sorry, I'm just in the car, <laughs> They're always uh, internalizing and externalizing at the same time because you're trying to find ways to relate to your audience by by looking at things that they'll have experienced to which they can relate, and and also trying to to dig quite deeply into research and um, I think the feeling of empathy in order to to connect with the character outside yourself and to make it feel real and to to give it enough depth that other people will be willing to go on an emotional journey with you. And I think actually music really should always be doing that too. That anytime we, we listen to a song, we should feel something, even if it's not something we've experienced, it should be something immediate. We should be connecting with it on a really instinctual level and then going away thinking about, well, why am I, why am I feeling this way or what does this make me think or feel? Yeah, that was a really long-winded answer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Um, we will playing now your uh, the the first of your songs, uh, Mama. Can you sing something about it? And especially, I I read it something uh, yesterday about it um, on Facebook. Can you talking a little about it? Yeah, sure. Um, so, Mama is a song that. I think is is really kind of inspired by the folk tradition of narrative songwriting in the U.S. Um, it's a song about domestic violence and about um, victim shaming and attack on women. And, and really what I'm trying to do in the song is to tell a character's story in, in the entire narrative. So she loses her mother and then she's attacked by someone close to her, and then ultimately she is blamed for the attack. So she receives no sympathy from the outside world. And I think, you know, it's, it's, I've read some statistics that suggest that something like one in four women experience violent attack in their life and that they often don't get the support that they need. And so I'm hoping that through this song, whoever hears it, you know, might, might make some some association of their own about how the society or women who are dealing with this are addressing this problem. You know, like, are we doing enough as a society with a big S to, to look at the vulnerability of people who are experiencing these problems? And are we offering enough support for people who are going through it? So we will listen it right now. Okay. Great. Thanks.
song thank Beautiful. you thank you so much thanks guys thanks for yeah. playing it and daddy don't hesitate if you have a question ask it okay okay i do have a question so what are you doing now yasmin thanks daddy Mer. um well i'm right in the process of releasing the uh the next single Um, I've just signed the distribution deal with Cobalt and AWOL, and they're absolutely awesome. And so what that means is I'm having the chance to, great, um, great. to re-release. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited. They're really supportive and lovely. Um, so I'm going to be re-releasing uh, Cherry Tree, and then Hail Man and Mama will be coming out. So cool. we're just gearing up to release the next tracks, basically. <laughs> Well, fantastic. You know, when you was on my show, I told you I bought your stuff off of off of uh, iTunes, I believe. Aww. So, <laughs> uh, I listen to it all the time. Actually, it's on my phone. And when I travel, I listen to you. I listen to Mac Perry. I listen to everybody that's been on my show because I have you guys on my phone. And I and I, I set you to shuffle, and I set you to and I set you to just replay over and over again. So I never lose track of you guys. Oh, that's so kind of you. Thank you so much for your support. <laughs> And we will play Sherry Tree later, okay? I'm so sorry, you cut out. Could you say that again? Sorry. Yes, I said uh, we will play Sherry Tree later on the show. Oh, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, Fantastic. you're welcome. <laughs> so you. I will ask you my, my next question. Uh, you express yourself differently through your songs that through your novels or your, your books. Uh, what do you want sharing through each one? Um, well, I think each of the, the different pieces looks at uh, a different topic or a different theme. So in, um, in the oil cycle, for example, I'm looking at how people who are from the Gulf of Mexico are affected by um, the aftermath of the disaster. And in the interrogation, um, which is part of a, a dystopic cycle of plays that I'm adapting to audio novel, um, that looks more at the aftermath of economic collapse and at um, different ways that, that people are violent towards each other in society. So, Um, in each of them, I guess I'm looking at what I see as a different societal problem, and then I'm trying to to kind of ask questions through those plays and those songs about how, as a society, we ended up there, and you know what what do these incidences of violence suggest about you know what we might be doing wrong or what we might you know what we might be able to do better, 
And um, and so, yeah, I mean, each of them is kind of starting to, to, or hoping, aiming to spark a dialogue or a conversation with the listener or the reader or the audience member about, um, you know, the nature of identity. Like, what, what does it mean to be um, a Canadian in the contemporary world or an American or a British person or a Belgian person? You know, what, what, how do we identify who we are based on what's happening around us? And generally, what inspires you uh, to write a song? You can you can uh, respond the the same for to to write uh, a book too. <laughs> sure, I'm well. I'm kind. I'm quite organized in the sense that I'll, I'll start out with a particular topic, and then I'll I'll write out in terms of beats how how the story evolves and how the song come into place as a result of that. So, for example, with um, the play Live and Unplugged, it's it's a one-woman folk musical, and so it follows the story of the character Antoinette um, in her life, so so how she became a singer-songwriter, um, meeting the love of her life, then him dying on the BP blast, and then um, her dealing with the loss and her dealing with her home being spoiled by the environment. So, I'll plot, I'll plot out part by part and scene by scene before I start writing. And as part of that, I'll look at how each of those beats or scenes can be expressed through song. So the, the song Hush um, is about the character Antoinette dealing with the loss of her father. Yeah. And she's reminiscing about what the Gulf was like before it was spoiled by oil. So In that song, I'm, I'm trying to kind of capture the feeling of childhood, the feeling of the, the best memories that we have when we're little, before we really understand what's going on in the world, when we have, um, you know, a, a really no, no censorship of our imagination. So that song is about that. And Cherry Tree is about her, the same character, um, falling madly in love and how it makes her see the world in a different way. So she looks at... at um, The, the man that she meets, Pierre. And the the love that they have makes her realize that she doesn't really care about material things. So it doesn't doesn't matter to her if she doesn't have any money. It doesn't matter to her if she doesn't, um, you know, she doesn't have anything flashy. She has this amazing person in her life and it makes her feel really grateful for, um, for her ability to express love, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Can, what can you sing about the, the song No Rich, No Glory? So that is about, um, again, the same character, Antoinette, um, about her losing her husband. And, and it's set in, um, in her home. So she's basically looking out on her front porch at the Gulf of Mexico, and she's having this really distressed memory of seeing mm -hmm. all about the explosion on the television and then realizing that her husband was on that platform. So it's, it's a story about that character's loss of her one true love and how she's really haunted by it. Um, but I know that I, I've talked to some, some really lovely people who have reached out to me after hearing the song, and, and they've lost um, a parent or a loved one or a partner. And I think for them, the water is kind of like a, a memory, of a good memory. It's interesting. People have because it's quite vague, I try to make the songs relatively vague in the sense that the listener can hear whatever they need or want to hear in it. It's totally on rapport with the story of Antoinette. Uh, so. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's inspired. It's it's um it's written from the character from all the songs are written from um from that play that protagonist perspective. Okay, we will play this song right now. Great, thank you. Great, great song too. 
very un interesting because this song uh, tell a true story, right? Um, sort of, yeah. I mean, it's based on it's based on loosely on loose events, as in um, on real events, sorry. Uh, as in, there were eleven people who died in that disaster. So, you know, it's it's written in honor of them and in honor of their families and and the loss that they've experienced. So before talking about all that, I will ask you some questions from the chat room too, because my listeners oh. are actors of the show too, you know. Um, so Mike Perry asks, uh, what is your go-to for writing new music? My, my go-to for writing new music? Yeah. Um, I'm not totally sure I understand the question, but... Uh, I mean, my, my go-to, I guess, is, uh, like, I start with a, a concept and then, um, and then I just, I kind of start composing on the guitar, so it's always melody first, okay. and then Ma lyrics for me. Yasmin, there's uh -huh. a second part, there's actually a second part to that question, I'm sorry to interrupt. Okay. Uh, no. uh, does she have a certain turning, or does she have a certain tuning or key that she is most comfortable in? Oh, yeah. Um, well, you know, to be honest with you, I find myself returning to A minor a lot. I really, <laughs> I try to, I try to find my way out of going there again and again. But, um, yeah, A minor and C are really kind of core go-tos for me. And I find that A, um, you know, with a lower vocal register, which I have, I'm, I'm basically a tenor. I feel like I have the most command over my voice in those in those keys, and um, I feel like I'm more drawn to writing that way. Great. Thank you for your hey. help, Daddy. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Hey, 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 Mac, it's A minor is what she seems to lean toward the most. Okay, buddy? Uh, now, Mac, <laughs> if you, if you, uh, have you heard anything from Mac yet, Yasmin? A bit, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, he, uh, He's got this whole dark thing. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And going on. And I don't understand it because he's super sweet guy. <laughs> but but his uh, songs are very passionate and very though. dark. Yeah, I'm sorry? Yeah. I, th I think you find that with a lot of artists, though, that people who are actually um, quite mild-mannered and mild-natured really explore darker topics. They're, they're pretty introspective. Um And that, you know, really introspective people who do a lot of thinking and express that thinking through their music actually tend to be, despite the fact that whatever they write is really angry or really dark, that actually right. they are they are really, you know, really sweet and um, and kind of like mild-natured. Well, you know, I, I in Irish, I apologize, but I, I go back to the same statement that I made so many times on my show. Mm-hmm. It just has to do with the creative mind. And if you don't have that outlet where you can share your emotions, the good ones and the bad ones, then you do have a tendency of imploding. 
And that's where a lot of creative mind people have problems with, you know, maybe drugs or maybe they have problems with uh, emotional problems to where they have to take a lot of medications because they don't have that creative outlet that you have explored and Mac has explored and, and so many other people that I've talked to. And it's almost the same story, like I said, with all the creative minds that I talk to, and actually, to be honest with you, it's the same story with me, and I believe it's the same story with Irish. Am I wrong, Irish? No. <laughs> you're right. No, okay, right. no, 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 you're, you're right. wrong. You are right, yo. <laughs> 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 I listen to you. It's your show. Come on. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead, Irish. I'm kidding you, Rory. Uh, so we were talking before talking about uh, internet and uh, our story. We were talking about another one character. Uh, can you talking about this famous character L A? Who is it born and why? <laughs> sure. Um, so so L A is uh, is one of my kind of lighter characters, I guess. Um, it's another solo project. And uh, the first song, which I released in, in 2012, is, uh, is more dance pop. So um, it's a comedy. It's not, um, it's not of the same, I would say, genre or style in any of its different parts. So the film and the play, the stage play that relate to it, um, explore quite a different set of issues. So... Um, L.A. is an alien who's been kidnapped by scientists and raised in a lab at CERN as part of the Nature versus Nurture experience, uh, experiment. Oh. And um, after the financial crash of 2009, they basically force her to become a pop star to pay for her own medical testing. So it's like a, a, a very dark comedy. Um, the film I hope to be doing at the end of 2015, early 2016, is um, like a fly-on-the-wall-styled mockumentary that follows this, this person or this creature's, um, from her, from like the scientist's perspective. So from the, the objective that she is like, you know, an ongoing experiment. And so it's not as much music based as the other projects because, uh, fundamentally the, the music is just like a very, very small part of the whole narrative. And it'll actually feature a lot more Van Wilde music than L.A. music. So L.A. really is more of like a character in a world and less of a, a transmedia music-based project. Like Van Wilde, for example, is primarily music-based, but the music can also be found in um, the Oil Cycle plays. But I don't know that everything that I released for Van Wilde going forward will... Um, will definitely be based in theater. I may transition it to being more embedded in novel, or I may do it more through film. And can you think that this character is like an alter ego? Um, you know, I've, I, this is an interesting one. And I've, I've talked um, about this a little bit in, in my PhD. I was looking at, um, you know, the, the character and how character can be defined in the outside world. I would say um, you could certainly call them alter egos. Uh, LA probably more so because it exists in the public. As in, you know, you can go you can go Google LA and you'll find the songs. 
Um, Antoinette, not so much because I never developed her outside of that play cycle. Um, I don't record as Antoinette, for example. I record as, as Van Wilde. Um, Van Wilde is not really an alter ego because the music that I do under Van Wilde um, is connected to projects where Van Wilde is not a character. So I would say when I'm on stage, Van Wilde is a, is a height, totally heightened version of me. Um, I'm actually quite an introverted person. So the act of performing is something that really requires me to abandon myself. So when I'm on stage, the performative aspect is completely heightened version of me. It's not, um, it doesn't, it doesn't reflect the kind of person that I am. If you meet me, um, you know, like in a coffee shop or something like that. So it's it's not it's not a it's not an alter ego, but it is kind of a character. Okay, before playing the next song with uh, if you want. Cool. Uh, can you talking about this one? Um so this is another one from uh the the oil plays from Unplugged. And it's just about two characters really missing each other. So Um, this is before Antoinette has lost her husband and she's on tour and it's the winter and it's getting close to the holidays and she hasn't seen her partner in a really long time. And I think it's something that most people experience at some point, you know, um, something happens that's outside of your control and it means that you're, you're forced to be far away from the person that you care about, whether it's because you're working overseas or, you have to travel a lot or someone is ill, you know, there's lots of reasons. So basically, it's just a simple love song. <laughs> okay, we will playing it right now. Thank you.
It's a beautiful song. Bravo. Oh. Everybody, so everybody on the chat rooms uh, uh, like it, really. Oh, great. And they love your, your style of uh, music and your style to write your songs and everything like that, I see. <laughs> oh, thank you. Tell them, tell them thank you very much. <laughs> well, yeah. y Yasmin, they are talking about how passionate your music sounds and how much you put into your heart and soul into your songs. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I um <laughs> I certainly try. I'm very um Well, evidently very, they're very they're <laughs> evidently you're good at it because they feel it. And it it's oh, apparent because of the comments that's coming across the chat room. Am I right, Irish? Yeah, yeah, you are right. I will. I will ask some. I I will ask some question about Antoinette. No, so what can you tell us about Antoinette? Um, well, Antoinette is. Um, I think. I think you know she's someone that I aspire to be like. Um, so in many ways, I created a character for that show that was aspirational for me. She's. Um, She's very kind. Um, she's she she says things I would never say, and that I'm probably too shy to say a lot of the time. But she is like um, a big loud mouth, and uh, and she's you know she's got a big personality. She's very funny, I think, um, and she's she's ruthless in her pursuit of what she believes is right. So she like she she stands up for her community. She's a community activist. And um, I think in a lot of ways, she's, you know, she's just kind of an ordinary person. It's a character that, that I wanted to create someone that I felt people could really connect with, who, who they could be friends with, someone accessible who was, um, you know, maybe like somebody that they met in their town growing up, that she was, uh, she was relatable. And it was really important for you to talk about what happened uh, in the Gulf of Mexico and publicize the consequences of this disaster as well as uh, the environmental point of view, that human point of view. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as a half Canadian and half American, I feel, I feel very connected to both countries because I have family in both places and, um, and I grew up I really did. I really split my time growing up between both. And all of my father's family now lives in Florida, in the Gulf of Mexico. And so, you know, what I saw was my own home state where all of the people that I love in my father's family live. And, and how many people have been affected by the disaster is just is so distressing. You know, so many people have lost their major form of income, fishermen, and oyster catchers and shrimpers. Well, you know, there, these are family businesses that have been around some of them for a hundred years. And these people have been forced into bankruptcy as a result of this massive corporation, basically not giving a, a crap about these people. And, you know, there was just a huge settlement with BP that was closed. By, actually, I think it was this, this week or, or at the end of last week for 18 billion roughly dollars 
in compensation for all of the people who whose businesses were destroyed. And, you know, Florida and all of the five states have really have had such a hard time bouncing back as a result of that. And uh, just how do one live uh, such a disaster and especially how to be ants? I'm really sorry. Um, the last word that you said cut out a little bit. <laughs> do you mind repeating that? Yes, of course. Uh, oh, do some when life such a disaster like this one, and especially mm -hmm. oh, to be ends. Yes, exactly. Um, and and that that's important to the to the cycle of plays and to the music too. You know, looking at at something from beginning to end, and and how you know how do people get over it? How do people come together as a community to talk about it and um, You know, I think we're in a really bizarre period of human history where it's like we've had this crazy drive to consume and this this unbridled consumption has left my generation with some serious issues that we need to deal with. Like we are we've hit peak oil, we're going to run out of oil. Um the world is getting hotter. People are are dying because they don't have enough food. Like there's you know, there are seriously debilitating man-made problems that we've created and um, you know this disaster is just an example of of how of how we as humans have contributed to the destruction of the environment so you know, I don't I don't want to get too like <laughs> too, I don't want to be preachy about it but I just feel like um, you know it would be great if our generation would come together through arts and technology and science and conversation to to do something proactive about about cleaning cleaning up our act kind of literally <laughs> that definitely sounds like a good plan <laughs> would be good wouldn't it <laughs> absolutely if everybody sounds can just give a me. try and you know the thing that I, i i feel really strongly about is that actually more people would like to be part of that than not and And I know so many people who are doing little things themselves all the time, like they're, they're recycling and they're, um, you know, they're commuting with friends to work, they're carpooling. They're, like, there are lots of things that we can do that are really simple and really easily done that don't cost us anything, that aren't complicated, and that in many cases um, actually make our lives easier and improve our quality of life. And, um, and I know that many artists are doing a lot together to, to you know, to combat that with some um, Alongside some really amazing people like Emma Thompson, I was um, pretty he pretty heavily endorsed the new uh, climate change march that just happened in, in um, Quebec a couple of weeks ago, and the outcome was amazing. And um, I, I think we can do a lot. I think we have a great future ahead of us if we all just stick together and try to work it out. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, Yasmin, I'm I I totally agree with you on that, and I actually said it on my show a couple times that if people would just get together and treat each other with dignity and respect, then, uh, you know, the world would be a, a, a much better place. You know, I mean, and you yeah. are actually contributing to that. And I, I applaud you for doing that. You're a fantastic uh -huh. person. You have a fantastic heart. And I am glad to have been able to talk to you again today. Oh, thank you, Daddy. It's really nice to talk to you, too. 
Yeah, I know. I know a lot of artists who are, um, who, you know, who are looking at social issues in their work, and I think it's probably more common now than ever. Maybe since the, the civil rights movement, I really think we're on the brink of a new civil rights movement, and I'm working with some incredible artists, guys that you really, really will love: Country Boy, Aaron B, and um, my good friends, The Falling Birds, my dear friends, The Bellamy Brothers, and Noah and Jesse. Like really formidable artists were you know, topping iTunes charts and, uh, I mean, the Bellamy Brothers have <laughs> a oh, long, yeah. like a long list of like, you know, really, really big hits and they're such nice people and they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're good to absolutely everybody that comes across them and they're really inspiring to young artists, um, right. like me and these other guys I'm working with. And I think, I think we're all kind of saying the same thing that the music industry and the arts industries have really too long had a focus on, just me, 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 and um, flash, 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 and, and not enough about, um, you know, it's like right, helping, right. helping each other to deal with the human experience. Life is hard. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Life's hard. Life's tough. But you know what's even yeah, tougher totally. is not, what's even tougher is going through life without trying to love other people. Yeah, what a lonely life that must be. <laughs> yeah, fortunately, terrible, I don't know anybody life, like that. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I said fortunately, I don't know anybody like that. Um, I well, like unfortunately, <laughs> I have met a lot of people like that throughout my life, and I feel sorry <laughs> for them. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds so, awful. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really is. It's terrible, terrible, terrible way of living. It, it's not living at all. Totally. However. You know I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. doing all right, Irish? I am back, finally. <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering. <laughs> I don't know what Hi, Irish. Hi, Irish. How you doing? Welcome to your show, the Irish Junior <laughs> Show, every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I know. But uh, sometimes there is some problem with technology and we can do anything. <laughs> I know it's horrible, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for for having me on the show today. It's really nice to meet you. As you know, I follow your show a lot, and um, and I've I've been keeping up with you ever since I met you on the Daddy Mer show a couple of months ago. And it's really it's really nice to get a chance to meet you, a fellow uh, um, uh, European transplant. You're you're from Belgium originally, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. I, I cool. Bet you but uh, you know your your links. I will pull it on my blog of the show and after on my Facebook page about the show, my personal Facebook page, and my Twitter account. Cool, fantastic. And uh, we will um, finish the show with a cherry tree. You know, Great. can you quickly uh, talking about on some words? Sure. Um, so Cherry Tree uh, has, has been quite a whirlwind. Um, it's a song that uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier. It's, it's just a, it's really about love. And when it comes down to it, I feel like it, love is really all you need. If you seek to fill your life with people who are more than anything loving and kind, you'll, you'll be happy. And um, that that's kind of like, you know, maybe that's the secret to having a good life is to, to work really hard to surround yourself by loving people and to be the most loving person that you can be. And so Cherry Tree is about that. It's about, um, 
you know, meeting somebody amazing and, and, uh, you know, becoming the best version of yourself so that you can, um, you can honor that person. And, um, yeah, actually I had some really good news yesterday, which, um, which is pretty exciting that it's been, uh, nominated for the unsigned only category in the international songwriting competition, uh, for top 40, which is exciting. Um, <laughs> And uh, and it managed to uh, not long after I talked to Daddy Murr the other day to actually get into the top top thirty of um, uh, indie indie label songs um, for the for the media race charts. So wow, yeah, it's 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 getting out there. And and since I last talked to you, it's it's uh, it's on on its little roll. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that I could help in some small way. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank-, thank you for thank you for your belief. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for to be coming to my show, everybody. And I will just first uh, announce my my next guest for next week. Uh, I will having Mike Perry to my show for the second time. So uh, be there. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> and. Um, so- Thank you very much for to be coming to my show, and it was a really great show, except the the, the little problem that I had. Anyway, um, so have a great weekend. Eat a pizza Thank for you. me because I am Thank a big you. fan of pizza, and I would just sing a last thing: um, the pizza junk movie, the movie from um, Sam Rivas is on the way so stay tuned on my Facebook page because I am the promoter of this movie okay so um, eat a pizza for me have a great weekend and see you next week bye everyone carve our names in a cherry tree write your soul deep in me got your kisses in my toes got your sunshine in my You got your goodness in your soul Makes me happy all the time Wherever I am, whatever I do Wherever I go, I'm loving you Your love